Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John, chapter 1, beginning to read at verse 43. Glory be to thee, O Lord. The next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophet also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come out from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you. I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than this. He then added, I tell you the truth. You shall see heaven open." And the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. This is the Gospel of Christ. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. Wonderful God, the hour has come. I decrease that you may increase in me. Speak through me, Holy Spirit, the greatest teacher, come and teach us your word. The Bible says that your word will not go out and come back void. Now is the time, come and speak to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. In our gospel reading this morning, we are going to look at how Jesus called his disciples. We will also look at Nathaniel and his prejudice. I would like to begin by saying that prejudice is real, a terrible thing. Sometimes we judge people without knowing them. Sometimes we make decisions or write people off without getting to know them. The question for us this morning is, where does prejudice come from? Are we born with it? 
Or did we acquire it while growing up? It might look difficult to explain how we started having prejudice. Or it may appear impossible to get rid of. However, with God, all things are possible. As we explore this passage on Nathaniel together, you will discover that God can change our mind and transform us from prejudice to live a life of Christ. Now the second question is, who is Nathaniel? This Nazis gospel in Matthew, Mark, and Luke and Acts of the Apostle called him Bartholomew. But only John called him Nathaniel. Why, you might ask. Some scholars mentioned that Bartholomew might be his father's name. Bartholomew means son of Tamai. It is a Jewish surname. And Bar, B-A-R, means son. For example, my name is Dozi, son of Moneme, which is my father's name. And now let's go back to the Bible from verse 43 down to verse 44. The Bible says that the following day Jesus wanted to go to Galilee. And he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from beside the city of Andrew and Peter. The Bible says he found Philip and said to him, follow me. If we only had John's gospel, we might think that this was the first time Jesus had met this man from Galilee. The other gospel accounts informed us that Jesus had met many of them before. Yet, this was his formal invitation to Philip. Follow me. There was nothing dramatic recorded about the call of Philip. Jesus simply said to him, follow me. And Philip did. Philip was not skeptical like Nathaniel because he was convinced from his Old Testament reading that this was the Messiah. With the basic knowledge, he followed him as soon as the Lord called. Then in verse 45, Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, We had found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophet wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. This shows that Philip and Nathaniel had spent time in the scripture. They searched for information on what the Messiah would be like and when he would come. Then in verse 46, A. And Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? And here in this passage, we could see prejudice at work. 
Nathaniel was reluctant. He could not understand how anything good could come from such poor, despised people who lived around Nazareth. Here we could see prejudice at work. Like in our world today, it's everywhere, even in church. Philip was a practical man. Remember, he did not argue with Nathaniel or try to plead Jesus' case with him. He simply said, come and see. Then in verse 46b to 48a, Philip said to him, come and see. Nathaniel went to see for himself. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Nathanael wanted to know how Jesus knew him. He was a man of prayer. He spent time in prayer under the tree. Under the fig tree was a phrase the rabbi used to describe meditation on the scriptures. Jesus said to him, I saw you there. One thing from this passage is we cannot hide away from God. He knows wherever you are. Whatever you are doing, God knows. We all need to find a quiet place and go to God in prayer. The question for us this morning is, are you praying enough? Do you spend time to pray? A prayerful Christian is a powerful Christian, but a prayerless Christian is a powerless Christian. Do we have time to pray? Do we spend time in studying the word of God? And that is the only way we can grow in the knowledge of him. Then in verse 48b to 49, Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathaniel answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus could see his sincerity. He is a proper Israel, a type of the man pronounced blessed. In Psalm chapter 32, verse 2, the man in whose spirit is no guy. This was the testimony of Nathaniel regarding Jesus. In the presence of Jesus, Nathaniel is transformed. Jesus says, here is a complete man, a transparent man. A man who is sincere and honest. A true, humble man. 
And today, it is hard to dictate sincerity in our society. People work very hard to be political and socially correct. People have been taught to hide their true feelings. You don't have to show it. Try and be a man and cover up so you can belong to the society. But a question here for us this morning is how about you? Are you sincere? Are you honest in your relationship with God and one another? Are you sincere? If Jesus shows up now, are you ready to follow him? Is there something that will stop you? Are you honest? Are you sincere in your relationship with God? Then in verse 50 to 51, Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. You shall see greater things than this. Nathaniel was amazed by what he already saw in Jesus. But Jesus told him that there was much much more to see, greater things than this. You shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Jesus promised Nathanael a greater sign than he had seen before, even to see heaven open. Jesus' announcement of the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man probably connects with the dream of Jacob in Genesis chapter 28, verse 12. And I want to encourage you to read that passage in your own time. Where Jacob saw a ladder from earth to heaven. And the angels ascending and descending upon it. Jesus said that he was the ladder, the link between heaven and earth. When Nathaniel came to understand that Jesus is the mediator between God and man, it will be an even greater sign. You will see greater things than this. And as a child of God, there is a better place than here. A place of no sorrow. A place of no pain, no coronavirus, no restriction, no lockdown, 
one of my favorite verses in the Bible, John chapter 14, verses 1 to 3. Jesus told his disciples, let not your hearts be in trouble. In my father's house there are many mansions. If not so, I would have told you, I'm going up there to prepare a place for you. A better place than here. A place of no sorrow, no debt. A place of joy, everlasting joy for every child of God. Jesus told Nathaniel, you will see greater things than this. And from this passage, we could see two ways of coming to Jesus. Philip came to Jesus as a result of the direct call of Jesus. Nathaniel came to Jesus as he overcame personal prejudice by a personal encounter with Jesus. The promise to see greater things than this continues as Jesus told Nathaniel for every child of God. Hallelujah. If you're a child of God, you need to be encouraged because there is a better place than here. Jesus told his disciples and for us this morning, I'm going up there to prepare a place for you. And when I come back, I will take you so that where I am, there you will be also. And then as we reflect from this passage, there are three things I would like you to consider or to ponder. Number one, have you know Christ as the word made flesh? Remember, Jesus came to identify himself with us. 100% man, 100% God. To share in our pain. Are you struggling with prejudice? Or looking down on people? Because of their background, race or culture? Now is the time to change. And allow Jesus to come into your life. Jesus is calling you to follow him. Don't say no. Like I always say, nobody knows when Jesus will come. But we all need to be ready. None is the time, brothers and sisters, to make up with him. Tomorrow might be too late. Jesus is coming. And for every child of God, be encouraged. Despite what we are going through now, with this pandemic, a lot of Christians are losing hope in Christ Jesus. People are panicking, fear. Some are even asking questions. God, where are you? Why should you allow this coronavirus 
But now is the time for every child of God to stand up and trust God. Because he is faithful. And he will never disappoint you. Jesus told Nathaniel, you will see greater things than this. A better place than here. Are you ready to meet Jesus? Are you ready to see greater things than this? Just like Nathaniel. His mindset about the people of Nazareth. His prejudice was changed and transformed as a result of his encounter with Jesus. When you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, everything changes. The way you reason, the way you talk, the way you do things, change automatically. And I challenge you this morning, wherever you are, Come back to Jesus, who is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the last, the ancient of days, the I am that I am, the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus will not change because of coronavirus. No. He's still God, and he's still on the throne. And we must put our trust in him. Don't lose hope, brother. Don't lose hope, sister. Let us trust God for he is faithful and wonderful. And he will do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we ever imagined in our heart. And at this time, wherever you are, let us pray. Think about your life. If Jesus comes right now, are you ready? Are you ready to meet Jesus? Are you ready? If not, now is the time. Ask Jesus to come into your life to be your Lord and Savior. Call upon him now. Tomorrow might be too late. Say, Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I want to follow you now. There is nothing too hard for him to do. You might have so many questions to ask God. 
But one thing for sure is that God never fails. He's still God. Come to him. And Father, we thank you. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 8, that your thought is not our thought. Your ways is not our ways. As heaven is hard and earth, so your word is. Lord, we call upon you. Deliver us in the midst of this pandemic. Save your people, Christians all over the world. Should rise up and pray and call upon the name of the Lord. And he will answer us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. For in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.